Testing, testing, one, two, three. I can hear myself well. What up, though, y'all? Welcome to episode two of Wax and Facts. It's me, your host, Birdman Bryn. Uh, thank y'all for joining me on this journey here, guys. I'm excited about this episode uh, today. I wanted to get into a few things, man. Um, I'm going to make some announcements. Uh, we're going to dive into hip-hop sales being down 40% while I think about that. And also, does the music business have a viral problem right now? Um, but before we get into all of that, I got a couple of announcements. Like I said, this weekend, if you're in the Atlanta area, I'm doing the uh, Wax on Wax Record Club. We have this monthly record club. We do it the last Sunday of the month at Moves Music. So if you're in the Atlanta area um, and you're listening to this and you want to check it out, um, come on down to Moves Music. Um, we'll be there from 3 to 5. We'll be discussing Drake's So Far Gone, the, the album that put Drake on the map. The album that made Drake what he is now and, you know, the hot button topic and everything with the album. I'm not going to get into all that. I talked about it on my last episode, but, um, yeah, this is the the album that, like, put him over, got him signed and everything. So we're going to be breaking that down. We're going to uh, – the record club, for you that you all that don't know or um, – not familiar with a record club is think of it like a book club kind of you know we meet we listen to the music we mingle um and we break down the tracks we talk about the tracks you know we give a deep dive we talk about the historical um side of them we talk about the stories the little known things that people didn't know about them the little nuances we talk about the feelings we get behind them the sounds that we hear um we get real deep into it man so like i said if you're in the atlanta area make your way on down there moves um, this Sunday, uh, 3 to 5 p- uh, p.m. Also, I want to be doing a relaunch here in the next month uh, with the record store. So I had an online record store. Had to pause it for a minute. Had to take care of some things, but I'm getting it back up, guys. So um, look out for that coming soon. Some announcements coming for that soon. So, But let's get into things, man. Um, got a short episode, so... I want to talk about first uh, hip hop sales. So a couple of weeks ago, I think it was, I don't know um, if anybody's seen it, but Juicy J uh, put out kind of like his, this PSA about hip hop sales being down 40%. And uh, he was worried, you know, he seemed a little worried about it. Um, if you guys haven't seen it, go check it out. It's on social media. And a couple of people responded and started to give their take on it. And uh, a lot of it, kind of became a repetitive take, you know, that we're hearing that the music is unoriginal, it's uninspired, that labels aren't doing enough to develop artists anymore, not really put money in artists anymore, and um, relying too much on social media, and it's become this kind of thing. And so it's just, it's gotten, gotten me thinking, because there's been a lot of reasons or there's there's been a lot of theories behind it one of the main theories is that it's been replaced by afro beats because you know even though afro beats is somewhat a derivative or and i don't know if i want to say a derivative uh 
it takes its inspirations from hip hop, but it also takes its inspirations from reggae. It takes its inspirations from dancehall, calypso. It takes its inspiration from African music itself. It takes inspiration from a lot of different things. So I, you know, it's it's its own separate thing. But um, it's it, you know, there's there's been that talk. Has it replaced hip hop um, when it comes to the dominant form of of black music? And I love Afro beats. A friend of mine who is from Nigeria, shout out to my boy, okay. Um, he's from Nigeria, and I remember us talking about, I don't know, maybe three, four years ago. Uh, and we were talking about how Afro beats, like, we agree that. We were like, it's going to take over. It's going to have, like, this big, huge takeover. People are going to, it's going to hit, and it's going to hit people differently. And Burner Boy was just, he's one of the biggest artists, you know, out right now. And just had a huge album released a few a, a few months ago um, when you fast forward it now a lot of people at that time were like nah I don't know about that I, th- I mean it'll be a hot music but I don't know about it being a big music like that and here we are now but I'm not also not implying that it replaced hip-hop I'm just talking about how how big it's become where you can kind of get that sense like maybe maybe you can make that argument you can understand why somebody could make that argument and like like I said I don't agree with that um but it's a theory that's been thrown out there. And the, another one was hip-hop being oversaturated. And that also got me thinking, too, because, you know, we always know, as we always know, too much of anything is always bad for you, right? You know, too much water, you can be overhydrated, you know. Um, obviously, you can OD off drugs, any thing you take you know if you drink take too much cough syrup you can overdose on that you know there's not too many things that doing too much of it isn't bad for you um but it like that with hip-hop like when it hit big and it became like the dominant music in like i think the around the mid to late 2000s sometime um it was such a good and bad thing uh, it was a good thing because we were shifting the culture and it became like this, it, all of a sudden, you know, you went from David Stern not wanting the NBA to be reflective of that to it being a big moneymaker for the NBA. Um, you see where it is in football. It's, it's in the, it's in the uh, Super Bowl now. You know, years ago, you never would think that you would see rap dominating the stage at the Super Bowl unless, you know, somebody was coming on with somebody doing a feature with them or something like that. Um, it became this this dominant this culture cultural phenomena. So uh but everything has its plateau and now people think it's gonna get replaced. Now I don't think it's gonna get replaced. I don't think that, but I think it could be oversaturation could be a thing. That could be a thing. Like I said, with that music, with our music, it's great because, again, like I said, culturally, it shifts things. Hip-hop culture is so dominant. It's so big. It shifts things. When people do things, when people start using words, like it's it's usually because people, the way people dress is it usually comes out of hip-hop culture. It's that big. But it's also when something's that big, it also makes it easily imitatable, um, especially the music. You could put the music in almost anything in which it is. 
in almost every form of music. There's a country rap now. You know, it's gotten to that point. Um, so it could be, a part of it could be the oversaturation. The other part of it, and we'll get into this later, uh, in a little bit, but the other part of it could also be um, the lack of the artist development. Looking for viral artists. Um, we know there's a platform for that. Not to say there's anything wrong with viral artists. Uh, you know, Justin Bieber is a viral artist. You know, so there's a place for that always, but um, have they relied on it too much? You know, so there's not a lot of artist development now. Uh, a lot of artists are sounding the same. A lot of rap artists, especially, it's a lot of men, especially, are sounding the same. Like, you know, they're using the same vocal tones. They're using the same um, rapping style, you know, the way they pronounce words, enunciate words, the way they write. The, the beats they choose. Like, there's not too many original people out there right now um, who are, like, being themselves. And so it's like, what are these labels? What what talent? What how are you, what, what metric are you using to scout some of these people? Or what are you telling these artists? What are you pushing to these artists? Um, and so, I don't know. I, I think that hip-hop can rebound. Um, obviously with Drake dropping his album for all my dogs uh, recently, Drake is Drake and it, that's going to shift things always. Um, he's always, he's going to be big enough to shift things. He, he did like 400 something thousand records his first week. And, you know, I forgot how many she was streamed in every country and I forgot how many billion streams he received like the first weekend or first day or something like that. Some crazy number. Um, so that's obviously going to shift things a lot. You're going to see those sales numbers peak up a lot because of Drake. Just kind of one of those people who could do those things. Um, but still, though, you know, once that all dies down, you know, things are going to go back to how they did unless you're going to get a succession of big-name artists that just continue to drop after that. And hopefully they drop quality stuff. We'll see. Who knows? Um I just hope it doesn't, you know, go back to the stale because it does kind of seem stale. And this is a music that we've all grown up on at this point. You know, uh, no one's not heard it in their lives, you know, at this point. So uh, just, you know, we, we all hold it near and dear to our heart. And I hope that it does. Or I know that actually not that I hope I know that it will it make make his recovery because, you know, it always does. Um, it always does. It's been here before. So. I want to segue though into, um, like I said, is the music business in trouble right now? Is does it have a viral problem? So I mentioned something earlier in my rant here that I just had about the hip hop sales, um, talking about artists and the lack of development and mentioning viral artists. Now, again, I want to reiterate, I don't think there's anything wrong with a viral artist because there's plenty of artists who have come along, who are great, who are talented, who they were found on YouTube. They were found on Twitter. They were found on Instagram. They were found somewhere on social media and they've grown into these phenomena and, you see a talent with them. You see growth with them. So I'm not saying that 
going viral and you being found like that, there's not a, it's been that way since, since, you know, you could put music videos or you could put, I'm sorry, videos like you on like YouTube platforms and things on the internet. You've artists have been found that way for a long time now. So there's nothing against that. Um, so I just want to put that disclaimer out there first. But what I say now is that we, social media has us in a chokehold. Likes, comments have us in a chokehold, right? Going viral is a sensation, right? That's what everybody wants to do. That's what everybody hopes for. They hope that they get hit that, say that one funny thing, make that one video, strike that one pose that just gets them boom over the top of the moon right um and you see that nowadays there's a lot of artists who have been found through social media and to me there's a question this is my opinion um that I'm expressing but I've also done my research looking into things and you hear it, you're hearing it now every day on uh you know in the shade room Joe Budden was talking about it like the lack of development in the music business right now. It's like, there's no, um, artists are, like I said, coming out there sounding the same. And it's not just hip hop. You're hearing it in other music genres too. So, I believe that it's, uh, the labels are kind of a victim of their own marketing strategy or lack thereof, I should say. Uh, because you you hear it, you know it. And it's now something that's been that's known and it's being thrown out there because, you know, I know labels have kind of denied that or shied away from, I guess, putting that out now. You know, it's a way that they use, you know, viral artists or just they're using uh, these platforms for discovery for artists and, you know, almost solely relying on it. So you're getting people who they blow up somewhere they got 25 million views on YouTube or, um, you know, they got 300,000, 400,000 followers or uh, they had some sensational tweet or something else that blew up or whatever. And that's the, the metric that you're using now. It's like these labels almost have no marketing budget, no marketing department for artists. Uh, so you're seeing that lack of development because they're relying so much on this person's presence out there in social media and this other other reality. And it's constantly, as long as it's constantly churning out something, you know, everybody's looking to go for that moment now, then everybody's going to, they're going to, they're going to uh, follow you more. They're going to, buy your music more they're going to buy your merchandise they're going to flock to your concerts and your shows when you uh show up on an episode of saturday night live or something else a bunch of people are going to watch because you're this viral sensation now and you got to keep that up um again like i said not to say there's anything wrong with viral art artists but you know that it's eventually it has to bottom out because art is, is a certain way. It comes from the soul. It, it, it's felt people feel it, especially music. It's uh, the universal language. People feel that shit. So when they feel that shit, eventually they're going to know, okay, 
I'm being duped. Like I'm tired of this. I want something more. I want I want to see change. I want to see development. I want to see people grow. I want to see somebody experiment. Even if you're not good at the music that you're experimenting with, at least try. Get out of your comfort zone. Or go to the actual go to your comfort zone. And labels should be doing that. I, as a matter of fact, I saw an article um both in Forbes and now uh, in in something that backed that article up in Complex on and it, it talks about music execs being scared for the future because of TikTok artists and viral artists. It's like, hold on. Like in the in the Forbes article, um, there were a bunch of execs. There were execs, A and R's, um managers and artist managers. Uh, who were all just kind of talking about that fear. And just one of the repetitive things that they kept saying that we have to look out for was relying too much on social media, relying too much on social media. They kept coming up over and over again. And so my thing is, you guys, though, that's the thing you relied on. So you're shooting yourself in the foot. You shot yourself in the foot, and now you're like, well, shit we need to come up with something different because people just aren't connecting with it the same way that they used to. I don't, again, I don't think that the music business is in trouble as a whole. It's resilient as hell. It's going through these lows several times. It went through these lows in the, in the late seventies and early eighties. And then thriller came and that totally changed everything. And then sales were up again, you know, it's done it throughout the course of time over and over. So it's going to go through as low and it'll figure things out. It'll figure itself out, you know, it'll even out. But I just hope that labels are starting to realize that you need to put more time and development in artists. That's why we, and this is shameless plug, we sit and we discuss things at our the record club events, the Wax on Wax Record Club events, because we wanna we wanna we're talking about that connection. If you missed that, we want to get into that a little bit more so we deep dive into it a little bit more. And that's what makes you love an artist. When you have that type of connection with them, that you could sit, you want you want to sit with like-minded people and discuss this person and you want to break something down because you want to take something out of it, something new. You're such a fan of this person and you know so much about this person. You want to take something new and other perspectives away. That's that connection again with that artist. So that's what you want to get back to. And that's what we hope that labels are getting back to, man. So thank y'all for listening. This has been another episode of Waxed on Wax, guys. Make sure you guys are following me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram uh, at Waxed on Wax. That's W-A-X-X-E-D-O-N-W-A-X-X. I'll see y'all at the next episode. Be fun, be love, be music, be you. Peace.